Hi, this is Dave DeVries, and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collector Podcast. Aren't you lucky? Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come check us out. With me is my co-pilot in all things Marvel, the delicious and insightful Norrin Rad. Say hi, buddy. Hey, everyone. <laughs> I love changing up the words I describe you with with each episode. That's <laughs> like going to get more outrageous. I'm excited. I'm excited to see the adjectives flow. <laughs> good, good. I need to actually write some down rather than think of them on the fly. Never mind, <laughs> never mind. Um, episode three already. I know. Time flies when you're having fun. Yep. Good, good. So, um, so for folk listening, we haven't actually um, we haven't actually dropped any of these episodes yet. We're just kind of banking them up and recording them. So, um, I'm sure once we do release some of these, we'll have um, feedback from some of the listeners. Yeah, and ideas are always appreciated. Things you guys want to hear for episodes, anything like that would be great. Mm. So we can keep going. Exactly. And what you will have heard in the end um, kind of outro, you can um, leave messages for us via Anchor, where the uh, podcast is hosted. Uh, so on Anchor FM, um, the link escapes me at the moment, but it is in the <laughs> it is in the outro for the episode. So you'll find it there. Um, and you can leave us a voice message. If you want, you can leave us um, a question, you can leave us a comment, you can um, leave us something nice, um, and um, chances are if it's, if it's good, and if it's good audio, and it's a good question, and we like you, and you're not being rude, we'll include it in an episode. Perfect. So yeah, so um, we need to actually test that out. So today, Norin. Yes. I'm holding in my hand a copy of X-Force, issue 16 from 1992, the Executioner's Song, uh, part four, which is polybagged, which features within it an official trading card featuring Strife's strike file. That's not easy to say when you've had enough jail. Can't say that 10 times in a row. Mm. But we're not here to talk about Strife's strike file. We're here to talk about the advert that's on the back of this issue, which is an advert for Marvel Masterpieces 1992, the first, for many still the greatest. The OG. The OG by Joe Jusco. And um, it's, 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 it's absolutely amazing. What I love about looking... So, listen, we're talking about Marvel Masterpieces 1992. And probably 2016 in this episode. So, um, so brace yourselves. Um, and if you don't dig that series, stick around and listen, because by the end of this episode, maybe you'll love it. Um, yep. So I'm looking at this, and they say, and it says, they say a great artist puts his soul into his work. And it goes on to say, obviously, we put a great deal into the new Marvel Masterpieces collector cards. This limited edition 100-card series coming in October is captivating, to say the least. Five bonus cards with never-before-seen design process plus sealed numbered boxes make this set one you won't want to miss. 
and it's brilliant it's got the pictures there of the um the wolverine the red skull the mephisto and then at the bottom in small it's got spider-man psylocke and hulk who were the uh, promo cards that's so brilliant that's right nowhere on this <laughs> and this is this is quite funny joe actually um joe just go um um good evening sir welcome um is a member of mmc and mccw yeah and he yeah. very very kindly jumps on from time to time and drops us a little n- nugget or pearl of trivia hmm. and the one interesting thing about this advert is he's not mentioned on it anywhere wait his name's not on it his name is not on this advert <laughs> it's not on there at all and i think and what the I'm, hell? I'm sure he'll correct me if i'm wrong is that they put they had to do this they had to put this advert out a significant number of months before because the client right. printed ahead of time yeah and you have to design it and get it to press and all that and i think they were they were from from what i think he said on one of the either on one of the posts or maybe in an interview i read somewhere else um that they weren't sure we'd get it finished in time so they might need to drop other artists in. Ah. So they left his name off, um, which uh, which seems seems awfully rude. But never mind. Um, it's totally rude. <laughs> yeah. The set came out, and um, so you know, the, 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 first of all, what I love about this set is the promos because there's some you know there's some pretty good old school early nineties different promos to hunt action. Is there so how many promos are so I know you have. And I, I know the promos because Surfer's one of those promos. Yeah. For sure. And then you have also the lost Marvel cards, right? Those are the the lost ones, the like five or six of them that are pretty rare as well, like the Deathbird. Yes. Is now, that part of the promo? No, they're not. They they were in the tins. The I believe. tins, right. And yeah. there's right. So thirty so there were thirty five thousand tins produced. Yeah. And they they came with five exclusive lost Marvel cards. That's right. And the boxes were foil sealed, and they were three hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, boxes. So yeah. there's a lot of them around. You know, there's a lot a of these cards around. around, especially compared to 2016, to a lot of the more premium sets. It's compared to what Marvel Masterpiece is today. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. ridiculous how many are out. So, which is yeah. why you know, which is why whenever I whenever people come into the group or or you know, and say, hey, I'm interested, I don't know where to start. I always say, listen, it's really affordable to start yeah. with Marvel Masterpieces 1992. You'll have a great set with some mm-hmm. absolutely amazing artwork. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you get one of the tins, yeah, I know with age, some of the older cards do stick together a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful just cracking one of those mm-hmm. open. I, I I bought one of the yeah. tins. In fact, that's how I got my set. I bought one of the tins, and um, of course, it's all sealed within it, and it's beautiful because you got you got Joe's artwork on the tin as well. And it's is Captain America on the tin. Nice. Hey, it is somewhere behind. I think me. It is right. Um, no, Hulk. Is Hulk is on the front. Yeah, Hulk's Hulk. on the front. Nah, no, Captain that's America. There it is. It's over there. Oh yeah. I would go and get it, but for the fact that I'd have to walk away and and leave um, all of our listeners hanging. We're card collectors. We're meant to stay in one spot. Which Let's is, not do anything out of our nature. Yeah, we're I'm meant to it. stay in one spot and put on white. So, <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, uh, so basically, there were, there were, uh, I think there were nine. I think there were three prototype cards, 
that actually oh, have yeah. prototype printed on the back. So I'm just going to open my, yeah. my binder here. So yeah, you got the three prototype cards and then you had six promos. So obviously wow. one of the promos is Surfer, uh, one of them's Hulk, one of them's Wolverine. Uh, you would think I would have done my research and know the others off the top of my head, but you then had the prototype cards and the prototype cards were the same. So I think three of the promos are repeated as prototype cards, but they just had prototype printed on the back. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, um, I love all that stuff though. But what I love about it is that you can really, um, you can really easily find some of these promos. Some of them are an absolute devil. If I remember correctly, the Wolverine one is the, is the hardest one to find. I think uh, so. Like you can, you, there's a Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Hulk, and those are the set of three prototypes, the ones yeah. that have prototype right on the back, I believe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and you can you can find most of them pretty easily. So I've got here, I've got a copy of um, Marvel Age, which was like a Marvel, it kind of ran for about 150 odd issues. Um, mm. And it ran, it was basically Marvel, Marvel kind of previews, if you like, kind of promoting oh, cool. their own stuff, had little articles about sets they were going to come out and things like that. And in issue, Marvel Age issue 118, Marvel Age is a cheap, you know, it's a, it's a dollar bin find. You'll find this really easily. Um, That's awesome. And it's polybagged and it has the Hulk promo in just there so as part of my collection i say just there people on the people listening to this can't can't see that i'm holding up to the video that we're sharing a uh, <laughs> picture of the hulk promo um mint and sealed within that poly bag so i've got an open one of these as well i got my Hulk promo out it sits in my marvel age um collection in my in my long boxes here but i, can I love that you started collecting those those yeah. are just fantastic finds i but mean I to that that, sealed, you know well, to think you can go to a comic book store and still get those sealed, or yeah. they're just stacked in long boxes somewhere. Like, exactly. I caught, like, going to be the surfer stuff, I did get the one where the surfer promo was featured. And uh, I can't, it popped up on eBay. I've never seen it. It popped up on eBay in mint condition, still sealed. And wow. it has the surfer card in it. And it's the Comics Buyer's Guide price guide for October and September of 1992. Oh, uh -huh. Superb. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna sh I'm gonna show you and can't show everybody else, but it was originally twelve dollars. We'll pop a picture up on the group. Wow. Oh, that's beautiful. And is that still sealed? Sealed. That's absolutely gorgeous. Um, and the card. I mean, the card's still there. It's in. I mean, really pretty shape. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a grader, but that's a definitely above above a nine. That's for nice. sure. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it, I got lucky. I don't know. I saw it. It was up there. It was like twenty bucks, maybe. But I've never seen another one really posted. Nice. Yeah. No, I, need, I need to. I need to track the rest of them down. So you had. So here we go. So the deal. Right here we go. So you had the. I'm just looking on. And listen, most of the people listening to this will know about this site. If you don't know mm -hmm. about this site, get thee to the interweb right now and have a look on. NS, that's N for November, S for sugar, lists.com. Yeah. And it's Jeff Allender's House of Checklists. Now, I've I've never met Jeff. I mean, I've never met you. You know, we've we've videoed, but um yeah. he he has got a Facebook presence. I don't think he's in our groups, but anyway, the guy's legend. Really? He's, he's no, he's he's I don't think he is. I need to I need I'm to inviting him right now. 
but that's ridiculous his site is absolutely vast it has every i mean it's not just um marvel it's got dc um it's got um entertainment cards on there it's got all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. but but as a resource for knowing what's out there it's absolutely phenomenal and it says at the bottom copyright 1997 is the first date so he's been doing this for 22 years since the internet was in diapers wow well i mean <laughs> this site is the site you go to find yeah exactly wow. so this is this is a real wow. labor of love anyway so I'm, I'm looking at that now and i'm referring to this so you had you had the dealer promo pack which was this cellophane wrap set mark prototype and in that you had hulk spider-man and wolverine okay so those are the three that had prototype those are the three yeah and then you had the promo card so you got captain america which came um it says here advanced comics and then it has scoreboard afterwards i'm not sure what scoreboard is um then it has hulk unnumbered marvel age one one it says marvel age one one there but i know it's one one eight so i think that's a typo on the site and you've got psylocke unnumbered that was in wizard issue 13 oh yeah then you've got the silver surfer that was in comic book buyer's guide that you've just uh mentioned then you've got the spider-man which is the iconic image um that was on all the promo posters for the set uh the poster which is just epic yeah, the poster it's a, that's a that's a big one item for me. So if anyone listening, yeah, you don't have it yet. No, I really don't have that yet. Isn't there uh, a signed edition one too? I think you know what. If it's signed, great. If not, I don't mind. You know, I just I yeah, you know I just I have that. a copy of it um, because at yeah. some point I am going to stalk Joe. Sorry, Joe. Get your legal team on it now um, and ask right, you to sign it. So, uh, but that came in previews, and then <laughs> finally you had Wolverine which was in up and coming uh whatever that was wow so so you had a you know you had a decent run of promos that were spread across you know most of the things happening at the time and then of course the set dropped and i remember i remember seeing a promo flyer a picture of a promo flyer that joe had put on the group um and i think i found it also as a google image i'm just looking in my folder here because i know i have an image of that promo flyer and it's basically here we go a a tour sticker so um if you went to one of the following places and cities you got a sticker okay so oh 4th of december in moondogs in chicago illinois 5th of december lone star dallas texas Golden Apple, Los Angeles on the 6th of December. Comics Unlimited, Orange County on the 7th of December. Or page to page, I think that says. Las Vegas, 8th of December. This is 1992. And you got a sticker that said, I met Joe Jusco on his Marvel Masterpieces North American Tour, December 1992. What? What a bonkers collector's item that would be to have. No way. That's yeah. nuts. Did you not see the picture I shared on group? I'm going to have to put that up. I right. think, yeah, please. I want so, to see that again. So what I'm going to do is, 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 as we mentioned a couple of episodes back, there will be a post on Instagram and there will be a post on both of the groups on Facebook with yeah. any of the images and any of the stuff we're talking about in that and any links to anything. So, so once you've finished, you can even press pause now if you want. Go and check the internet. Lovely, they've unpaused. We're back. 
Done. Um, and you can see a picture of that sticker. So that's absolutely bonkers. Um, and then, via the joys of, in fact, one of these, one of these Joe posted, and one of these again I found online. There were the adverts from two of those stores. So I've got an advert here for Golden Apple in um, LA um, that basically says, "In person, Joe Jusco, artist of the new Skybox Marvel masterpieces cards." Um, Purchases will receive, along with their box of cards, especially specially signed to a certificate sticker, which I think is the what we were just talking about, and yeah. an extra pack of cards. Joe will sign the certificate sticker and the six cards in the extra pack. In order to allow everyone time with Joe, attendance will be limited to 100 people at each location. Pre-orders wow. will, will be taken beginning Saturday, November 14th. So I'm not sure if they mean pre-orders, for that signing or pre-orders for the set because i think the set came out in october 92 i think so too so i i 100 people um, i'm going to assume that these these events were full okay so right. they, there's at least from the golden apple store there's 100 of those out in the world wow why don't i own one this is the question I need to ask. I've never seen that. No, and then, and then like page, page after page bookstore, which is, um, I think, I can't remember where that was now. I've not got the um, sticker on the screen. Again, um, they've done their own little flyer. Uh, creator of Marvel Masterpieces, Joe Jusco, special tour boxes, uncut sheet giveaways, original art displays, previews of upcoming works, and special invitations available. So it's kind of an ad for them as well. I wonder if any of these places still exist. Can you imagine you go to one of those places and they're like, you know, we might have a box in the back. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know, there's, there's these old photos. Um, I found a photo of, of, of Joe signing, um, San Diego comic-con in uh, July 92. And he's signing the prototype cards and, you know, portrait of the artist as a younger man. He, he looks, (laughs) he looks looks fit, you know, he looks good. Um, so you know there's there's some good stuff out there and you know what a what a great time to be to be alive if you were around and on the ground and going to those events when the second collecting those things yeah yeah at the beginning that always kind of crazy to me yeah because i don't really know like i always wonder how big was the audience back then as opposed to today like what what's what's been the change in numbers of collectors for marvel trading cards because it is kind of a niche hobby right it is it is a smaller group i think or maybe i'm wrong maybe i don't realize how massive this is and i don't i don't know well i think the difference i think the main difference is at at that point marvel was producing an enormous volume of cards um sorry comics yes that's right so you know there were there were titles upon titles and you remember it got a bit crazy in the years that followed with yeah, the I remember. particular covers, with the polybagged editions, with the foil covers, and you yeah. know, at the time you were kind of looking at it, and you know, I remember those some of the some of the artwork that came out. You know, people's thighs were bigger than their torsos. You know, it was it was crazy, <laughs> crazy stuff. I, I, I'm I'm not talking about Joe's work on Marvel masterpieces, by the way. I'm no, 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 no. There were a lot of artists being pushed around on particular projects and deadlines yeah. and it, like was, it, was were the just style. it was the style and you know there was yeah. there was a lot going on there was a lot happening so and i think there were a lot of readers and there was a lot of product um and yeah. um you know and at the time these cards were still distributed everywhere 
Yeah. You know, there's a reason that many boxes were made. It's because they were going not just to comic shops and hobby stores, they were going general distribution. You know, you know from the following years of Marvel masterpieces that Walmart carried them, that Target carried them, you know, places like that. Well, so like think, stands in malls would carry. Yeah. We had a movie theater and there was this little stand in front of the movie theater where they sold pogs and slammers, if you remember all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. All the 90s uh, <laughs> memorabilia. And they had cards there, and you could just pick up a pack and just walk and, you know, just go. And it was just really bonkers. In, in a vending spot in a mall. Yeah. Okay. Those don't even exist anymore. Yeah. So here's, here's the thing. So with 92, on Jeff's site, it has items related to the set. And it has, oh. it has Shatterstar as a sticker distributed in Pizza Hut vending machines. So if you're an okay. a collector, there were sticker versions of some of these cards. Yes, uh, there are. And they're Prism, right? Yeah. They have a... Uh, so yeah, those are extremely rare. You can I've, find them on eBay. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. I've I've been looking. I've not seen them. There is a site, the name of which escapes me, of a collector that's just got virtually everything that we're talking about here. Uh, I can't remember the, guy, the guy's name now. But there is a site, a Marvel card collecting site, that's literally like a museum of all the stuff you think oh i've never seen that but i see it listed and if you think oh, we gotta see that, we gotta find that guy. I, I can't remember the name of it <sighs> dear listeners apologies we need to start doing our research before we actually push record on these things <laughs> so we'll, we'll find that and we'll post that up with the link but i think there were more than one sticker so there's only one listed here but there are other stickers that went out there um and then of course there's the uncut panels um you've got a 24 card panel with a certificate of authenticity limited 2600 copies wow. you've got a nine card panel printer's proof you've got a 30 card panel which is six of each of the battle spectra i've not even seen some of these uh 30 card panel i mean i've just said that 100 card of the complete base set i have that it's really yeah it's rolled in a tube behind me i've, I've i still need to get it framed um wow. But for the moment, it's in there being protective. I bought it off a guy in the US a couple of years back now, and it wasn't cheap, a couple of hundred, maybe. Wow. And it, but it's stunning, um, and it'll look amazing when it's when it's framed. Anyway, a uh, 20-card panel you can get of the Spectra cards, and you can get a 78-card panel of the promos, which is um, then repeated, basically, in a, in a different configuration. So it's, it's 76 huh. cards, but you've got... 13 rows of the six cards i think i think you've got 30 hulk 24 psylocke three surface 15 spider-man six wolverine on that sheet so but some of these I've, I've literally never seen at all um now the one thing i do have on the way joe very kindly um recently found some i believe of the 24 card panels which are the ones with six of each of the promos repeated yeah. No, it's kind of it's kind of on there. So it's Spidey Hulk, Captain America Wolverine. Um and he found I think ten of these, maybe twenty, sealed in an envelope, and in there was a, a letter from the manufacturers to dealers. So absolutely like brand new mint with the envelope. And he very kindly put them available on our group. Yeah, I know. To sell. Um, and he would sign them, which is lovely. And then he later went back and added um, 
off his own back, didn't increase the price or anything, uh, that he would do a small remark or a small picture on there. Just a very small, just a tiny. What a gem. What a gem. Which is nice. So I've got one of those on the way um, with, yeah. of course, Black Cat on, So um, which is good. So I'll have that. But the set is just, it, every time I look at it, there's, there's stuff that I spot. And I know that, uh, over the years in interviews there are there you know there's been stories about some of the paintings you know joe wasn't uh, maybe as, as as happy with um because he felt that he rushed them a bit because of his schedule and he was literally like not sleeping i mean he did what 99 99 pieces i think that's the list yeah 99 plus the spec which plus five of the spectra yeah. and then five of the bonus cards that's so right. That's 109, whatever it is, you know, uh, individual original pieces of artwork yep. that he had to make. And that's, but, that's, that's a lot of work. But he didn't just do that. And I'm seeing if I can reach it without pulling the microphone cable out. So apologies if I suddenly drop off. He also did, they released a comic version of, uh, they released a comic, a yes. four-issue comic. Yeah. But I think Love there that. are extra paintings in that that were not in the original set release for various reasons maybe they didn't get meet approval guidelines maybe they weren't quite finished i don't know so there are paintings within within these four that weren't wow. in the cards that weren't issued as cards um so i need to i need to look through those and figure figure them out i'm hoping one day joe will come on and talk about all this stuff with us but um but of course he got the opportunity to go back and do it all again with yeah. time to do it. And, you know, and kind of, you would, you would think on his own terms. Um, I wonder, I wonder how much of that, I mean, to be honest, you know, don't mean to be a broken record, but coming from a surfer background, the surfer has been banned due to that prior agreement between Marvel and Fox, Disney and Fox, Mm. where their FF characters, Fantastic Four characters were banned from, and other characters, Gambit and some other people were banned from being into the card industry and printed and so forth. And Jusco did a Gambit, a Silver Surfer, characters we hadn't really seen popping up in these trading cards for a while. Yeah. So I, I imagine what that was. No, there's a date thing with that. If you look at um, Marvel Masterpieces, what we know is 2016. Right. was was start I, I believe the work started on that in 2014 so if you look at a lot of the paintings they say that yeah it's the got joe's signature yeah. in the date so some of them are 14 some of them are 15 and i know that a lot of the sketch cards the sketch cards went out early so a lot of the sketch yeah. cards people have signed them 2014 2015 um and i think some of the promos from 2016 actually had 2014 or 2015 on them i think so, they did yeah so that that um exclusion of characters i think that came in a bit later or it may well be that by the time the set was released that that was in place but it the legal you know the contract or whatever and the work had started before that um i'm pretty certain because... that was a, that was a more recent thing because it ties in with about the time they disappeared from comics that's times. probably true. Do you remember Marvel true. stopped printing Fantastic Four comics around the time that film with Miles Teller? And, so was um, that 2013, 2014? I feel like that w those were the years. 
because I'm looking at the card because in 2012 you had Marvel Premiere yep. and they featured Surfer. Oh yeah. Um, and I think looking at my set, I'd have to take it out. You know, I think basically he was out around or after that time because he wasn't in the 2014 Marvel Premiere, and that's when the ban for sketch cards came out too, I believe. Mm. I think I it's know. blocked. So I think you're right. I think it was locked, but you know, listen, they they came out um, when they were ready. You know, they yeah, were yeah. out the time that he needed to do them. Um, and that's so important. It's so important. Yeah, you have to exactly. do that. And they are absolutely stunning. I mean, you're talking for for 2016. You're talking what 130 pieces? Yeah, I think that was the list. I have to look because um, you've got a, you've got the 90 base. Then you've got 10 canvas. Yeah. Um, so that's artwork for those. Then you've got Battle Spectra. That's about 15 of those, I think. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you've got the, um, uh, what are they called? Brain Fart. Help me out. Help me out. You have the Mirage, which is uh, the yes. four things. But you have to do that. You had the canvas. You yeah. had the gallery. Well, the canvas was a gallery. Um, so 100 cards. So uh, the base, the basically the tier, the four yep. tiers were up to 100. Yeah. So, well, the yeah, well, it was actually base 1 to 90 with the four tiers. And then canvas right. was 91 to 100. Right. And then you had the battle spectra. There were 15 of those. And mm-hmm. then you had hol- holofoil. That's what I was struggling to remember. You had holofoil, that's it. So you got 20. You got 35 there. So 135 pieces there um yeah so yeah, much work and then he did big set and then he came out with the book which is just such a nice piece to have and then there's like 10 paintings inside of that yes got galactus and and, and uh, just uh, i think mr fantastic is there too exactly exactly yeah. sorry I, I just reeled off the numbers from um 2018 apologies uh listeners before you uh rush to the phones um battle spectra was 16 cards in 2016 and the whole of was 17 cards um and that's that's absolutely bonkers and then of course in 2016 you had the buyback cards mm-hmm. so because there's so many of the 92 out there what upper deck did was uh, one assumed they, they paid for them hence the name buyback they bought them back from yeah. or you know whoever had them well and, that's what's going on right now with the flare product because flare 2019 is coming out and then all these collectors are putting their sets on ebay and prices jumped because they're oh, really? seeing, yeah because well i think what what's going on is that i do think there's uh, flare buybacks because it's oh, on the wow. checklist okay so i think collectors got wind of that a little early and they were like okay let me put my main sets up here so <laughs> uh, back for me so uh, i think it's pretty funny i think people are catching on which is pretty funny to see what's that's happening hilarious. that's hilarious that's yeah. hilarious um yeah. so of course those buybacks came out and they are the same card basically the 992 card but all they've done is put them for a, some sort of printing process and stamped a foil silver m on them i believe uh, I love that silver M. I don't know why. <laughs> so, so I've got to get a bigger ninety-two binder because yeah, I want those ninety-nine. I want those ninety-two cards sitting in my ninety-two binder as kind of a, kind of a parallel variant set of those because you know mm-hmm. ninety-two didn't have any 
variant uh, versions uh, like 2016 did um, yeah. had multiple ones of them so 2016 pretty much changed the way i mean pretty much broke the mold if you up, but also set a new mold for the way that 2018 and a few of the other sets do something similar but one would assume marvel masterpieces 2020 question mark if there is going to be one um would i think i know i don't know if it has to be i think it's going to be 2021 i don't think they'll do that they're coming out with flair they're going to do premiere if they do 2020 they're really on top of their game contacting i hope i, I don't know see there's a couple of different ways they can do it they can contact four artists which i forget what year did that in that was 95 yeah 95 had four artists and then you had julie and boris which was 96, 96 yeah so you could have the alternate in that and that's that's the only way i can see them doing a 2020 is if there was either four art a four artists or a team artists i don't know well you say that but as soon as 2016 dropped simone was working on 2018 God, who's that artist who's working on the yeah, next step that's, that's the thing simone was was head down sitting in his in his wonderful italian sunshine Loft, which looks so cool yeah by the way. um you know painting away grafting yeah. at those 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 wonderful paintings that came out for the 2018 Beautiful. set um and he had again he i mean obviously there's a deadline but he yeah. he had time to produce i mean he you know every artist works differently at a different pace you know they do different things right. they use different materials different techniques the paintings will be different sizes um because yeah. not all of the cards for 2018 are, are, the, are the same size painting we know that no some of them are very large yeah so um and, and some of them are smaller than you'd expect so and i imagine it's it's the same for joe um uh, I, I i don't know but i have to i in my heart i believe that as we're talking now someone someone's working on it is painting away and it's someone of note so you know uh, speculation <laughs> i'm very excited i love i i'm really excited to see who ends up being the face of the next marvel masterpiece set by the way just so everybody knows um some of the original sizes of the 92 were smaller than the 2018 josh has a few and he posted that kingpin recently and it's not a particularly large painting but there's oh, i mean quite a bunch of detail and beautiful color in there yeah but if anyone's interested some of the original artwork for simone's pieces for 2018 masterpieces are quite a not quite a few but a few are up on the comicconnect.com. so if you want to see the original artwork and see the size i mean the prices are you know the prices of original art but you can go look at some of the originals and see see just how vibrant they are it's, mm. it's a very cool thing in case anybody wants to take a look well the other beautiful thing is that when they all came out online back in october i think metropolis in new york had an exhibition of half of the painting oh, wish i could have gone to that i know i should have gone to that well uh, me too brother but what i did do is i merrily downloaded the highest resolution copies of all of those paintings from their <laughs> website <laughs> So, what we will also do is uh and i've been meaning to do this for a while i'm gonna i'm gonna set up an album on the mmc group Ooh, that's awesome all of those images in there i'll also put them on a drive so that people can download the high res ones because when you put them on facebook they get compressed and 
you know compress pretty hard yeah i think that'd be um, awesome so i've got those for the most part however what i don't have is the other half of the paintings were an exhibition in is it lucha or luca l-u-c-c-a yeah i think it's, I think it's luca luca i want to say lucha because it sounds italian you would know better than i do you know what i'm gonna go sure. lucha i'm gonna go lucha i'll go lucha with you um, i'll follow suit um Matt, Matt, Matt D or even Simone correct us if if we are horribly horribly wrong um yeah so one thing I don't have is the paintings that were there as online images because I, I didn't uh, it was kind of there was stuff going on when it went live and I didn't really and it was in Italian as well so I didn't really there's find a guy there's a guy on in our group who I invited a guy or girl I actually don't know um because their handle doesn't say much of that but it's images something i believe it's in spanish you've seen it um i'm going through all my groups now to see it's uh, we we will link something below oh there you go um images i am a g e n s del cuadros i can't pronounce that and this person he has like a <laughs> cookie monster avatar he or she definitely collects all of the high-res images from comic books to cards he did a jusco one so he has a lot or he or she has a lot of albums on their group page and they're friends with us on mcc and mccw wow Um, so he has some of those pieces from the metro the met the the luca Right. Actually. Okay. So in case yeah. you're missing those, in case the listeners want to check that person out, they they really go out of their way to collect all of these, and they're what definitely fan of the card series too. That that sounds cool. I'm gonna have to check that out because what I what I yeah. would love to do is just bring them together in a, in an album in the group. Um, I think that's the way to go. Alternatively, sure. yeah, we started on '92. We started on Joe. We've gone to Simone without realizing it so we're going to keep our powder dry on simone um but the one thing i will say is for both 2016 and 2018 uh, kind of separately um because joe did his through idw and simone i think self-published his um they've both got books out of the original paintings yeah they do i gotta get the 2018 um, one it's worth it's worth picking up it's worth picking up um so but 2016 of course was just i mean it was vast and i have to say when it came out i didn't really appreciate how it was structured how to go about collecting it i had stuff that i parted with soon after release that i regret parting with now because i didn't really know what i had so you know i had a signed card you know and this is this is the first marvel masterpieces set that had actual artist signatures so joe for the mm16 yeah mm16 when it when oh, it came no. out but that's the thing you know in, unless you were you know properly on you you know i i just didn't appreciate the scale of it the set you know how to get around it which is why i was kind of prepared for 2018 i knew what i was going I for what, I, what I was going to get that's yeah, what happened exactly. with a lot of collectors mm. yeah because 20 i mean 2016 right that was i don't know i don't know if this is true or not but i'm pretty i feel like that was the the new business model for yeah. upper deck and trading cards that was Absolutely. the tier system. That was the introduction. And this is all still really fresh, but even EPAC for MM16, Joe's work, people very quickly 
that that set, and we'll talk more about this on an investment episode, but that that set was going to be the set that was going to be a staple for the series, just like 92 was. Every, and the rarity was there. The rarity for 92 wasn't necessarily there. Yeah, it had the, it had the 1996 rarity factor. Yeah, Definitely. right, exactly. Yeah, but MM16 is by far probably one of the most sought out, other than 96, probably one of the most sought out. You can't find a full set like you could like it's very difficult to get the cards you want for mm 860 yeah. people are holding on to those yeah tight. i mean i've i've still got i've still got some gaps just in tier three you know i'm not yeah yeah i'm still i'm still yeah well to be honest with you i could have done it if i'd put my mind to it i was just focused on 2018 um but i've still i've still yet to finish one to 81 for example i don't think i can't remember what, what card number thanos is in 2016 but i don't have the base the what if or the gold signature at all um for that set i think it's um is it 64? yeah i'll get it right now here we go i think it might be card 64 as an as an example um yeah, and, you 64. know and of course yeah. once you get into the tier three area you get and that's the first one of tier three so there's only yeah. um there's only a limited number of the cards you know, there's only so many of the gold sig. Nine hundred and ninety-nine um, for exactly. Tier yeah, exactly. There's only so many of the what if. Uh, I think the what if for tier three are four hundred ninety-nine. So yeah, they drop. You know, um, and then you get into tier four, which are cards eighty-one to ninety, which is only fifty of them. Fifty. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. So I, I very quickly, and in fact, I did this with, I actually did do this with 2016 and with 2018. I was like, you know what? Forget it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just not going there. It's fine. You know, I'll be, oh, you I'll have be to, you can't yeah. do that. I mean, it's like I paid, it was a one of 50, the surfer. What if tier four, I paid money for that one because I mean, I still haven't seen one. And if I see one, it's at least, over four hundred dollars for one card. Wow! No, it's ridiculous. Like the the what if the what if one out of fifty silver surfer I bought I bought I don't want to say price because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Wind up, wind up, wind up. You've got serial number one of fifty silver server what if Marvel masterpieces <laughs> 2016. I showed you. Yeah. Shut the front door. What do you mean? You don't believe me? No, I do believe you. I just <laughs> you, and listen. You've probably told me, but I've been to sleep since then, so I, <laughs> I can't keep track of what everyone's got. No, of course not. No, I mean that's wow. kind of the fun thing about the group too, right? You just you're like, wow, these people really, really have all these pieces at their fingertips. But yeah, I yeah I do. And then the crazy thing is, I'm sure people who know my collection are just like Jesus, but. Oh, okay. For those listening, which is everyone other than knowing myself, he's showing me over a video yep. the what if one of fifty Silver Surfer tier four card from Marvel Masterpieces twenty sixteen. And then I have its I have its partner in crime, the one out of ten signed Joe Jusco. Oh, what if? Yes, yes. Now that I do remember seeing. Wow. Okay. So basically Joe signed 10 of those cards. Right. So not, not 10 of the 50. There were another set of 10 printed, 1 to 10. Yeah. In a slightly different gold foil, I believe, on the numbering. 
on the back? Uh, you know what? Let me double check. I think I it have might a feeling be. that they, that that is the kind of detail that goes into these. And when people sort of don't understand why it's such a premium product, they're thick cards. Yeah, they're thick. Well, I mean, they feel they feel quality. It's crazy to say that because you know, honestly, I made you know just not to jump the conversation a little bit, but red spectrums are one of ones, mm -hmm. and. The price that I know the person who has the silver surfer red spec, that's so much money. I am I'm probably not gonna do that because for that I can just buy original art and I haven't come to terms with it yet. But I did get the red spectrum Colossus from MM18. Mm. And I will say this, I was a big talker about red specs. I was like, Yeah, it's red foil. I mean, is it that big of a difference? But man, when you see the car in your hand and you get that, you see the quality there and you look at it, it just you understand why it's the one of one and especially the signatures the signatures are done in silver sharpie mm. or silver pen it sits well on the gloss mm. like you definitely there's a lot of care this number on the back of the mm16 for the autos is actually a rain, rainbow foil silver rainbow foil gotcha. so it's not gold foil but it is like a like in on the regular what is the silver tier the silver numbers are just silver but on the back of the autos, it is a rainbow spectrum type and this, of. And this is tiny, thing. tiny printed writing. So it's a tiny, really small tiny, detail. Tiny, tiny. Yeah. No so, bigger than my fingernail. Yeah. Like so it is. It's, it's bonkers. And I mean, I have, I don't, uh, yeah, I wasn't fortunate enough to get any reds for 2016. There's only. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> hey, listen, you know, if I, could, if I have one of those, I'd be. Um, I'd meet you on a yacht in the Caribbean somewhere. Um, but well, I've I've been lucky enough to get two for 2018 uh, that I bought. I didn't pull them. Um, but uh, one of them. Though. Yeah, exactly. And listen, you know, yeah, I just yeah, I just kind of wanted to. I kind of wanted to own one just so that I had one. To, in, yeah, in all fairness, that. but yeah. the um, I, I I grabbed the two and I was like, you know what. One of them, I've just fallen in love with the artwork and I've built a rainbow for those listening who don't know what a rainbow is. Right, which would be important to have a discussion one day about. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll cover yeah. that because this, this, if we, yeah, if we go into all of this detail. But, um, and one of, them, one of them I kind of looked at and I was like, you yeah, know what, I'm, I'm not feeling it. To be fair, neither I have in hand. Both of them are sitting with you because we haven't shipped Oh, that's right. Yet. That's right. <laughs> so actually, my rainbow is sat, is sat with you. So um, we'll get some shipping and we'll, we'll talk about that on a future episode because I've not really talked about, about that yet to the, to the group. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. Listen, um, Joe... Um, you started it all from for me in terms of Marvel masterpieces, and obviously you came back into the fray. Um, yeah. You've been very kind enough to join the group and you know share stuff with us, um, and we thank you and love you for it. Um, respecting the fact that you are a busy guy, you travel around a lot, you go to cons, you when you go into painting mode, you're just kind of off the grid and you're doing stuff and the, the quality of the work that you do and you you push out on your Instagram feed so people can see the progress and the actual you know the creative process that behind that yeah. is is wonderful. So thank you for that. Keep doing it. I'm hoping that that you'll come on um to the pod at some date and we can talk about it. Yeah. Um and I listen, I I can yeah. talk about these sets for forever. You know, people yeah. have got to 
people, someone's still sat in their car waiting to go into the office trying to finish well, this episode. I did want to say one thing before we sign off about mm. 92, just to look, just to talk about them in a design way, right? Yeah. Or just to talk about them like on things that were kind of in the cards because we did we did go off talking about rarity and sets and numbers. Might as well look at the art because the art is just, I mean, it's inescapably beautiful. Um, so for me, and I, I, this is a question I want to ask Ian. When you look at these cards, right, there's a couple of things you look at. You look at the poses of the characters. You look at the backdrops. You look at the color palette. Yeah. What's the thing for, for 92 that just always seems to bring you back into admiring the pieces? I'll tell you what it is for me. And this is a, this is a this is a small detail, but it's a detail that they actually brought back in, in brilliant, brilliant way for 2016 and 2018. If you look at the way the card is framed, the style of the lettering, it has it has a it it first of all the painting. Oh, this wasn't on the painting, but on the card, you kind of have a border that's yeah. that's set in from the edge of the card and it's just a printed border um and it's in i guess it's kind of uh, supposed to be a gold color sorry i'm looking at the it's card definitely right now. gold it's definitely okay. gold. um and then that border breaks at the bottom and there's a gap and it says 1992 marvel masterpieces okay the the style of the lettering mm -hmm. just just to me screams quality it just has a it has a, a it has a weight to it and then above yeah. that i assume in in a, a different version of the same font but bigger is the name of the character depicted on the card so yeah. um which um which actually and i think this is probably more a, a perhaps a printing limitation of the time on some cards that does blend in a little bit because they don't yeah. vary the color of it um yeah. But so, it's gold with a with a drop shadow of like this purple. Exactly, color, exactly. Something like that. And, yeah. And you know, you know. Listen, you, you're very much on the design wavelength. You've designed all the um, all of the um, logos for the groups. You've designed the logo for the podcast. You know that that is very much your your visual, visually yeah, talented. Well, I guy. recreated okay. the cards to do a members card for the group. You did, and I looked. At, I had to recreate it from stress, from scratch. So I got very intimate with the pieces because I had to look at it from a deconstruction kind of perspective, where I had to mm. break down all the elements that were in the design mm. of the card, especially mm. the graphic design, not necessarily the yeah. paint, which can never be duplicated. But you know, the graphic work and the, the the decisions that were made there, and I find it was it was really fun. You know, I think I think Upper Deck does a very interesting job to keep it subtle. Yeah. Overwhelm, which I like. I think actually, you know, looking at 92, I'm looking, I don't have the full set in front of me, you know, which is the sad part about being a character collector. Sometimes you don't like, I have a full set of the 93. Um, I just, by chance, I just found one cheap enough to own it, but 92, I still have to get a full set. Oh, and mate, I, you've got to sort that I out. <laughs> I know. I know. I have, I have most of it. Like I had most of it when I was a kid, but the quality, I, wasn't the best collector back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. No, was anyone. No, was anyone, right. I mean, I just, they're so subtle. It's just a gold thin 
thin line border it's very thin it's very thin but it's 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 but it basically it maintains the tone throughout the set what i love about it yeah. is that the way they've done it is that they have allowed the painting or broken mm -hmm. the line to give the effect that certain elements of the painting come before the line right. so you have depth right. to it so, so a right, prime yeah, example foreground, middle ground background yeah with the, yeah, with the graphic a, weight yeah. a prime example is dr doom which is card 26 dr doom is there and his fist is forward he's on the control of whatever machine yeah. is it is. and it just it just it just breaks over that borderline mm -hmm. and it's in the mm -hmm. foreground so yep. the design of them just gives the paintings I mean, listen, these are incredibly rich, incredibly deep, incredibly detailed paintings anyway, but it just gives them that extra element of, of frame. It's a framing device, but it just, it it just pushes it out there. And yeah. what I love about it on the back as well, and this is, we're going to do an episode about the backs of cards because there's be a cool. serious discussion to be had there. But on I the mean, back of Marvel Masterpieces, you know, I don't, I don't just like to look at the front of the cards. I like to look at the back no. of it. I like you to know, read them. I like yeah. to see the back. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, and listen, I'd like it to be correct. And for the most part, it is. But we've all seen cards where, you know, they've got facts wrong uh, and things like that. Anyway, yeah, unfortunately, um, but it has uh, a small little panel on the back, which is an, um, the picture of the first cover appearance of that character. And then it has um, the same text on the back and it just has a little bit of sketch just a little bit of detail about the character, their first appearance, their real name, um, if, if it's appropriate. And it just has a, a flow to it, the design that moves through. And it's it's just, it just feels, it just, yeah, it feels like a masterpiece. You know, they, you they, have, they have, marble, yeah. You have this marble kind of layout in the back. Mm. So it feels very premium. Yeah, and then marbling. you have this beautiful color palette that changes from character to character. Yeah. So yeah. like when I was making the member cards, like someone wanted Wolverine, I had to look for the yellow or the blue to mm. see what upper deck used if they were a Wolverine collector. It was a blue. And it was a blue. 94, yeah. Uh, on the yeah, no, sorry, it's card 94 of, of, of right, MM92. Yeah. And you can just see how each one, like Dark, Dark Hawk, uh, was blue like you can just see what they were doing and mm. then for interestingly i'm just found it now thing versus hulk which i believe is the spectra yes i'm just getting to it they actually did a crossover between aqua blue and green and it's this beautiful mixture <laughs> they've and done it on a few of them i've never noticed that before they've done it on all yeah. of the battle spectras yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So on the back of the card, okay, get get yourself a Marvel Masterpieces card. Okay. Look on the back. <laughs> on the left yeah. hand this is blowing my mind. I never noticed that. Wow. Yeah, it's really cool. Wow. It's a really cool decision. That's really cool. Okay. Yeah. This is one of the small things I love about these cards is they keep surprising you decades later. You're yeah. looking at the back of this card and you can see the left hand side has got a marble panel that runs maybe twenty five percent across the card and and that is that is that colored but on the battle spectra where you have two characters fighting each other um it it changes color as you look at it, it so yeah color. thing versus hulk is blue and green you've yep. got uh, captain america and red skull goes from a kind of a a red to a vibrant kind of purple you've yep. got wolverine and saber tooth is, is the blue same blue that's on base card 94 
that goes mm -hmm. to an orange for say uh, saber tooth it's, it's wonderful it's a wonderful detail yeah, i love it it's really cool to see that blend that, that gradient blend but on the yeah. promos that bar of of marbled color doesn't go down the left hand side of the card it goes across the right, top right to the top yeah and with the emblem really large which i really like yeah so it's good it's a, it's it's it stands up today i mean it's it, absolutely timeless set you look at some sets 100%. from the 90s and um and even the noughties and they you know you look at them and they kind of feel of the time they feel maybe a bit dated in some cases not that's a bad think, thing I, you know no not at all i mean i think i think what's nice about cards and this is what i'm starting to learn about collectors mm -hmm. and collecting as a hobby is that when you be, when you start really getting into it where you're not the casual collector where you're trying to do a full encapsulation like if when you do a full set the step up from getting a full set is getting all the promo releases yeah getting all the brochures getting yeah. the posts getting all the marketing oh, the sell sheets and the promo and the sell sheets, yeah which can be a nightmare to find in good condition and what you're actually doing which i'm, I'm just really getting into right now is you're documenting history mm. of the piece yeah and that's what i'm starting to learn from these collectors especially being into the collecting that i've done recently you're collecting these the capsulations of these moments yeah and this kind of like especially when you look in the back of the cards like in 92 92 uh marvel universe actually has one of my favorite backings and colorful things ever and that's where they have the power ratings and i just love seeing that color palette and right. seeing how it yeah and then it just kind of carries over into the other cards as well. And then you have a really 90s deco type of thing in, I forget what it is, what year this is, I believe 93 universe, where they do something different. And these feel like cards you collect with your friends and be like, oh, the surfer can do this or we'll yeah. bring this. Yeah. And then when you do Marvel Masterpiece, you're like, this is the first appearance. Mm. And that just elevates. It's the so legacy of it. See, and there's like this marker between masterpiece and others and i feel like 92 from painting to design was so consistent mm. i that's what really impresses me really what just I'd, what, I'd really all the way to do, what i'd really love to do this is one of the reasons why you know those those flyers and that sticker i i, I found images of those online yeah finding actual copies of those now would be nigh on impossible because the flyers would have been very throwaway, printed by the store on regular paper. So this is why I like to keep the images of those so that you at least have, mm -hmm. a, have a record of how the set was released, how it was marketed, you know, what kind of effort went into it um, to get it out there. The other thing yeah. um, I would love to do is, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could, if we could have one of the guys um, in the design team who put some of these sets together? You know, I mean, if if you're out there, the guys who used to work at um, ah, Skybox. I'd love to uh, talk to them. Yeah, yeah. I just loved. Yeah, Skybox. Here we go. Wouldn't it be great to just have these guys, you know, tell us? You know, how did you do it? How did you make those decisions? What did you? Well, do? these women and men designers, like, yeah, what, yeah. What were the decisions? What were the things you 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 put together? Why did you do those decisions? Why? What was your inspiration? Because I yeah. think, you know. This podcast really should be a place, it's going to be the only place on the internet where you're going to have these conversations about not only the artwork, but the design work. 
Absolutely. And I, you know, that they're, they're, you know, 50% of each one of these cars you hold in your hand, you turn to the back. That's all design. Mm. Mm. In the front, it's a painting. In the back, it's the design. You're 50 50 when you're looking at this hobby. Yeah. You're, you're, you're yeah. seeing that kind of balance. It's very, it's very cool. And I'd love to talk to those people. Yeah. It's wonderful. For sure. It's wonderful. So yeah. listen, <laughs> there's a lot of things that we'd like yeah. to talk about. There's a lot of people we want to talk to. There's a lot of people we, we'd like to interview. So, um, and we absolutely will. I think this is going to be our longest episode so far, and I could carry on. Yeah. Um, but, um, I think we'll wrap for today, um, except to say Marvel Masterpieces 1992. If, if you want to pick up a set and you don't have it, um, not talking to you, Noren, although the fact that you don't I have one. Shame I know, it's devastating. Um, they, are, you know, they, are, they are affordable. They are, um, they are out there. Um, there are a lot of them are out there as well um so um you will be able to pick those up um and also sorry you mentioned marvel universe um i think 1992 which was series three um the background of all the front of the cards is joe jusco painted yep he sure did and he 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 posted that on on um mccw uh, a number of months back an actual picture of the actual artwork that sits behind that which um if I remember correctly, he said it was a bit of a pain in the to paint. Um, well, you have to think about it, right? it. I mean, yeah. you're breaking down those cards, and there's a dimension quality yeah. there, right? Exactly. Because then you have to understand how much is going to be in every limited amount of space. Yeah. So when you look at the piece on a larger scope, it's, it's very cool. Yeah. Just what he had to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so I think. Listen, we'll, we'll talk about Marvel Universe sets. Yeah, we'll get back to um, it. Yeah. We'll get back to that. We're going to talk about Flair. We're going to talk about Flair 19. We're going to talk oh. about Premiere. At some yeah. point, we're going to talk about the really early sets, the Silver Age sets, the Marvel Creators Collection, you know, those late the Spider-Man uh, 90s sets. The 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 right yeah, exactly. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot to cover. We got a lot of episodes coming to you. Guys, exactly. So, so you know, and really we're going to carry on. But like I said, you know, at the end of the pod, um, you'll hear the link to where to find us. You'll hear the um, links to the groups. You'll hear the links to the Instagram pages, and um, any suggestions you have, any questions you have, um, even if you just want to come on and say hi. Um, just leave us a message at uh, anchor.com and the link will be in the um, in the outro at the end of the episode. Thank you, Norin. It's Thank been you, emotional. Rick. It's been emotional. I, I just need to go and sit down quietly with my cards for a bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, Maybe I'm sure going to go and do. Um, cool. Until next time, folks, thanks for being here. Um, I've been Ian Taylor, which I didn't say again at the top of the episode, I don't think. <laughs> and uh, you've been Norin Rad. Norn Rad. Great. Alright guys. Happy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. You can subscribe via our home on anchor.fm forward slash MCCP. Leave us a message via that link with questions, comments, or just to say hi, and we may even play on the show. We'll also be on iTunes and most other main podcast platforms soon. On Facebook, you can find Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide by searching MCCW and Marvel Masterpieces Collectors by searching MMC. On Instagram, find us at mmcollectors and at sketchcardhive. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. 
thanks to the collectors, artists and creators who support the Marvel Cards Band Collective. We'll see you next time and remember, it's a small hobby but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting.